Hey, hey, everybody. It's Allison Kapskowski. Thank you so much for tuning into this edition today of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Um, I am super excited to be here with you today on this Tuesday morning. I hope that wherever you are, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself. And so today, um, you know, if you've been following me for the last several months and this coming August, it'll be two years that we've been on the air. And, you know, I've had the real, a real, the really the privilege has been mine to interview so many amazing people, coaches in the fitness and health space. I've interviewed other entrepreneurs. I've interviewed um, lots of other people in the, the, what I like to call the helping space um, because just because you know, self-care is such a different kind of journey for everybody. And the journey ebbs and flows that sometimes it gets better. Sometimes it, it doesn't get better. And really it has a lot to do, not just with how we're doing us, but what's actually happening in our lives. And so my guest today is a friend of mine. She's also one of my mastermind partners. Um, her name is Jan Hoth and she calls herself a mindful joy mentor. So Jan has a exclusive signature framework that she uses in her group coaching programs. And she calls it the happiness prism. And I'll let her explain a little bit more about that. But I'm super excited to have Jan. Jan is one of these people that is just like, got, always got a huge grin on her face whenever, you know, we meet online and whenever we're talking and she just radiates happiness. So I'm really excited that you could join me today, Jan. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm like smiling from ear to ear with this, you know, gorgeous intro. And it is like truly an honor myself to be here with you because I'm such a fan of what you're doing in the world. So thank you. I'm super excited to see where we get to go with our chat today. Yeah, totally. Totally. Cause you know, in, in this space, it's all about really how we're feeling. Just really what basically comes to me is, is how, I, how I run my guest interviews. I, I, don't, I don't really like to work from a script. I've always sort of thought of myself as a little bit of a rebel. And, um, and you know, I've always been on the, a little on the independent side. So I, I, like, to, I like to just do how, whatever the mood strikes me. So, um, so this is great today. So let's talk, first of all, why don't you tell my audience a little bit about what you do? Well, and I, you know, just even to speak to what you just said, I, I love the piece because I, I am a mindful joy mentor is what I call myself and also a backcountry guide to the soul. My work is really heart centered and soul based, but what you just shared, even just opening is, is awesome because, you know, as I teach mindfulness um, and I teach mindfulness as uh, defined as present moment awareness. And, you know, you, you, when you're working off a script, you're not present. Yeah. So I love already, you know, and I know this is going to go so many beautiful places because we are already, you know, totally attuned to that type of conversation already. But um, just to share a little bit about myself, I am, yes, I, I'm joy incarnated <laughs> uh-huh. and it's taking me some time to fully own that. And yet, even as I teach joy in my group and I have a high level private coaching program, because my business really is a boutique coaching program or boutique coaching experience. Um, I define and joy as an acronym of just own you because yeah. joy is a, you know, yeah, you can go to the dictionary and you can, look up what Webster says joy is, but joy is personal. 
And the truth is, is sometimes we are high, high, bouncing off the wall, happy, you know, myself, right? But then sometimes we can also have a quiet joy, a contemplative joy, and be in a space of just quiet, humble energy, but still be in joy. And so um, my work is is hugely centered around um beings recognizing the gift that our life is and the gift of joy because joy is a level of consciousness one below that of enlightenment Uh from which we are more creative productive effective um healthy wealthy intuitive and attractive to everything we desire and require in life and so I am um, obviously a huge fan of joy and just super passionate about it because I know what it's done for myself in my life I mean I have seen myself and my family through just excruciatingly challenging circumstances with joy as my sole superpower. And I work with my clients who are primarily entrepreneurs, but I also have um, really just women and men who are are leaders in their own right, because they recognize that, you know, who's going to advocate for yourself in this life? Like, You are in charge of your joy and your life and all that's happening. And when you raise your hand and say, I'm here to live fully to the fullest possible, um, there's there's an aha moment and realization that when you actually allow joy to lead you, to guide you, life gets easier. Yeah. it's so amazing how just stuff starts to fall away. And then you start to get into a place of not tolerating things that just aren't working for you, whether yeah. it's you know fitness habits or whether it's um, habits and, and how you relate to family or, you know, workmates. Um, it's just fascinating what happens when you start to make joy yeah. a priority. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's really too, deciding to claim what it is that you really desire in your life too, instead of, you know, succumbing to, you know, the programming, the hardwired programming that so many of us say, like, for example, I would love to do that, but I'm too busy. Well, I would love, I really want to be able to do that, but it's just so hard. And I know me, I don't know if I can really learn it. You know, these are the stories that we're so used to buying into because we've fought them for so long. They seem like gospel. Yes. And then on top of that, the, the stories of like, you have to work hard and you have to push through. Money doesn't grow on trees. You can't just fall out of the sky. I heard that a lot too, growing up. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then, and for me, like I grew up and maybe you did too with, you know, you got to get the work done and then you get to play. Well, let me tell you when you actually play and, and first, and I define play as joy in motion, Uh, you actually are way more efficient when you get mm -hmm. to the work. Yeah. And so there, there is a need for a harmonizing of play and work. And, you know, I, I weave in peace, which I know you also talk about meditation in your programs. Um, But when you weave it all together, it's like amazing how much more you can actually get done in a day, how much more satisfying you are and just how better you feel, the better choices you make when it comes to your food, the, the, even the stronger you are when you are, you know, focusing on your fitness, it's amazing happens when you let yourself go there, but you're right. Like there is a hardwiring that, that we do require. And that is why I am so here. And so you know, so passionate about what I teach because 
the way I've lived my life and been blessed to live my life, it, it didn't just happen. And I know your life didn't just happen either. Like there is a conscious commitment and a conscious choice yeah. between, you know, I'm going to go for the joy. I'm going to let the joy lead me and guide me and let go of the story, the shoulds, you know, the conditioning that, you know, so much of our wonderful loved ones and our wonderful society, when you start to get honest and say, well, you know what, that, that worked then, (laughs) but that's not where I'm at now. And that's the mindfulness piece of getting into the present moment awareness. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, so your signature framework is you, when we were talking about it before, when we were deciding to record, you talked about the happiness prism. Talk to me a little bit about that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the happiness prism is like more than a signature framework. It's a whole body of work and it's really a a way of life. And it is, it came to me through three actually major challenging circumstances that I um, faced in my life um, that brought me to the three energies of play, peace, and progress. So it's actually in 2D format, it's a triangle, but in 3D and even 4D format, it's, it's a triangular prism. Uh And the idea is that we are all energy. I know you spoke to this actually in one of your trainings just recently, but you know, we're all energy and we're beings of light. And when you incorporate an, an honor and, and, and attune to and harmonize with the energies of play, peace, and progress, that's when you're optimized. And those Mm. are the energies of the prism. And so the way it works is, you know, recognizing that all of us really, you know, we care about having great lives, but we also care about having a gorgeous impact. And that's where the the prism rainbow effect comes in. And so this whole notion came to me that, you know, I had depression in high school and in a really short story, I had depression and what shifted depression and actually healed me from requiring antidepressants ever again was a playful future. I ended up um, winning a scholarship to go to Germany and it just changed everything for me to realize if I put something exciting and playful out in my future to look forward to, then yeah, you know, I have depressive moments, but I bounce back. And so play came to me and then um, progress actually came to me next, but then I realized the progression of this, um, framework was really play peace and progress. But anyway, um, I tragically lost my mother-in-law in a car accident. Oh, um, and when she just, it was just, it all happened so fast. It was really dramatic. It was really heart wrenching to just witness the whole experience and, and just be part of it. And, um, and that's when I had that aha of like, you know, life is short, you know, you want to progress and progress for me is purpose and motion. Like we really, we all have a unique expression to be here in this world, you know, and, and it's, it's multifaceted. I mean, that's part of where I love the prism um, imagery because we're all beautiful prisms, right? You know, more right. than just a pyramid, right? There's just so many, like, you know, some of us are moms and, and friends and daughters and sisters and, and wives and, and partners and, you know, like whatever, like business owners, there's so much to who we are, but we have a unique expression. So, um, that's when progress came to me. And then, um, and then peace came to me by a, uh, another major challenging circumstance, which is a cancer scare 
with my uh, son when he was six weeks old. He's oh, wow. a driving nine-year-old now, but at the time um, we had, uh, it, he was six weeks old. Something was just not right. And the next thing you know, we landed in the oncology wing of the children's hospital. And that's when I really had my spiritual awakening. And I will share that's when my, my coaching business, my life coaching went to spiritual life coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, because it was in that quiet moment that I went, Oh my gosh, there's gotta be another way. And that's when I just threw my tears, just looked up and said, help. And that's when I really attuned to and connected with the idea of peace, which is prayer in motion. Yeah. And, you know, Prayer and motion can, you know, it doesn't matter. It's non-religious. It's just tuning into that other energy that's out there, whatever, you know, call it God, universe, um, spirit, and I interchange all of that, but it's getting into the quiet. And sometimes it's through meditation. And that's when I, I really opened up to the world of meditation. I know we talked about this previously too. Yeah. I couldn't just sit on a meditation cushion. I mean, how many people out there can relate, right? Like, I'm sorry. I've known for decades, right, that meditation is awesome. But it's like I had so much energy inside of me. And that's where it's play first, move Mm -hmm. the energy, and then I can quietly sit down and breathe. And like, as I teach meditation, because meditation is part of all of my programs, I channel guided visualizations, like my clients like to say they longtime meditators, meditators, they've never experienced meditation like they have with me because I take us on fairy journeys and I take us on different places Uh because I so believe in the lighthearted, you know, joyful energy that it really is source energy. And yet when I do teach meditation, especially for beginners, sometimes I, you know, say, just put the tea kettle on and just close your eyes and breathe until the tea kettle peeps and just start there, like just start somewhere. But there's, when you start to get into, and like we talked about muscle building, the whole new world opens up when you allow yourself to, um, gosh, just pause and breathe for a moment. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's, um, let's shift gears for just a minute and let's just kind of gear this toward a little bit about self-care. So, you know, obviously there's so many different ways that we can do self-care. And I think, I think for a lot of people when, you know, especially when I talk about my show or when, you know, somebody writes to me and said they've listened to an episode and what they got out of it. I think so many people assume because I'm a fitness professional that this show is all about, you know, fitness and energy and working out and being active and all that. And while all that's well and good, that's really just one piece of self-care. So I like the fact that in your case, you're highlighting so many of the other things that that really so many people kind of discount as being a part of self-care. Yes. Cause it's, and that's what I love about you, Allison, is that it's, there's so much more to it than that. And I mean, that's just the movement. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's who you are when you show up to the movement, right? Yeah. Right. Like when you show totally. up to the gym, it's like, you know, I know when I, so I, I'm, I'm, I tend to do my fitness more outside, you know, I'm coming to you from Jackson hole and it's really snowy outside and I cross. Yeah. The you're a big home. skier too. <laughs> I'm a big skier. Yes. Yeah. I have a back ta- background. Yeah. You know, like I turned down a corporate job to go ski instructing struck in Aspen, right? So I'm definitely joy led that way, but I, I'm so much about like the movement, but I know when I go out there, when I click into my skis, like 
I have an intention. Yeah. Like, and sometimes it's just to play for the sake of play, but sometimes it's like, you know, I have a question that I'd like to have answered. Like there's so much that you can weave into that actually makes the experience even more self-loving yeah. <laughs> and life giving and, and taking care of yourself because especially right now, right? There's just so much happening in the world. And if we're not taking the time to move and to get quiet and then to look at what really matters and taking purposeful action, like it's so easy to get caught up in the chaos. Yeah. So easy to get caught up in the storm of uncertainty and even victimhood when really we are all so powerful when we take this time to take care of ourselves. Right. It really is the, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, it's, it really is in essence, you're just, you're turning everything up, you know, by literally taking time out of your schedule to attend to this one big piece of you. The big thing is, is I, I'm, I'm sure, sure you feel this way too. Like when I go and, and I start my day, like I play, I, I uh-huh. meditate well, and I've gotten to the place now finally with meditation that meditation can be play for me too, because uh-huh. I, I go into beautiful worlds and see insights that just excite me. But my day typically looks like meditating and cross I drop my kids off at school and then I go for a cross country ski. And then when I get home, I am so clear on the one or two, you know, ideal tasks to take uh-huh. inside of business and or personal life that are going to be like the big domino that just uh-huh. takes care of everything. Right. It's just, it's back to that piece of just being way more efficient and made way more empowered to mm-hmm. face the challenges that, you know, we all have everyday choices right now that are, you know, extremely challenging. Mm-hmm. and you know, when you're in that state of having moved your body and gotten into your heart center and gotten into your, you know, mindful space of the now, then you can really face the tough stuff from a better place too. Yeah. That's part of my story. One of the things I always say about the movement piece for me, and, you know, honestly, for as long as I can remember, I've, you know, really up until this past year, I've been one to work out early in the morning, you know, and, and back before pre-COVID, I like to call it, you know, I, I had a 6 a.m. class a couple of days a week that I would teach. I mean, back when we actually had, you know, large groups of people getting together and working out in the morning, right, before COVID. Um, and, you know, I can remember back as a student, you know, when I was in grad school, I had to learn to be an early morning person because I had so many things in front of me for the day and so many of my classes were at night value of, you know, and it wasn't that I didn't already know it, but I learned the value of prioritizing that one simple thing mm-hmm. early enough in the day so that the rest of my day actually went better, you know, and I can tell you even now, and that was years ago, I can even tell you now that, you know, on the days that I do get something in early in the morning, which is really most days of the week, you know, mm-hmm. entire day is so much smoother. You know, I can think clearer and, you know, it's not always about getting everything on the list done. You know, no. I think, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, in order to do all the things that, you know, we, we must be like that all the time in our lives. And that's really not the case. Yeah, no. And, and that's where I talk about too, like even just joy in general, like sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you're not at your peak performance. Yeah. 
there's, there's, that's part of the mindfulness piece is loving acceptance Yeah. to um, just recognize where you're at and just adjust yeah. you where you are at and just recognize that there's, you know, put one foot in front of the other. And yeah, like we all have a ton we could be doing. Yeah. But yeah. Looking at and, and coming from a very mindful space of mm-hmm. what's the best action that's going to, you know, be in joy, knowing that you're making the movement that there is to make today. Yeah. Well, and sometimes it's easier than what we think. You know, we're, we're, we're used to telling ourselves, you know, for example, if, you know, you're, you're challenged by something simply because it's new, you know, an easy line to ourselves is, well, I don't, it's too hard for me to take time to learn all that and to learn all the steps when it's going to be too hard to figure it all out. When instead of telling yourself that maybe a better way is to say, what can I actually do today? That's going to help move me in the right direction. So instead of trying to think about it all, And I mean, I say this just because I'm guilty of it too. (laughs) You know, what's the one thing that I can do today that's going to help make things better? Yes. And then I would add to that, like, and how can I bring joy to it? Yeah. What can I do to make this a, you know, even just peppering it with a little bit of joy, because that's going to assist in the process of moving forward, especially if, like you said, it's a new experience. It's a new habit that someone's trying to create, like just bringing a little bit of joy, whether it's fun music or, um, you know, a candle or, you know, whatever. There's just so many ways to just put a little bit of joy topping yeah, right. <laughs> the I know what you're experience saying. that helps move it forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I just think that, you know, there's so, there's so many decisions along these lines. I know we could probably talk about this all day, but, but there's so many decisions along these lines that you could actually apply this logic to, because, you know, how many things do we know we need to do during the day that mm-hmm. more or less dread, whether it be, you know, going to work or doing that, you know, getting together with the in-laws, if that's the, you know, that that's bothersome or troublesome. I mean, it is for a lot of people. It's, it's not, not for me, but it is for a lot of people, but you know, we, we automatically let our minds go to that space where oh, this is going to be such a drag. So, yeah. you know, imagine if we just said, what could I make fun about this? And that's really just a simple perspective shift. Yes. It's so simple and it's so huge because what I'd love to share with you is going back to the story of my son. There's actually an additional story that goes with it um, about how I really utilize this, you know, framework that I've talked about of the happiness Uh prism. Right. Because the day after I had that aha and started asking for help from a bigger, you know, source and everything. I was breastfeeding him at the time and I could order off the menu and look, I'm at a children's hospital mm-hmm. and, um, I looked down at the menu and I, you know, I'm just feeling so heavy and distraught and just like, I, you know, I don't speak hospital speak if you will. Right. And I'm like, what, what, do, how do I handle this? In like looking at my six week old son thinking he's counting on me. And I remember thinking distinctly, this is not how this story ends. Uh-huh. But going like, I don't know how to handle this. And through my tears, looking down at the menu, I saw that I could order Fruit Loops. I could yeah. order Fruit Loops. And I thought, oh my gosh. Because the first voice said, 
that's not healthy. You need to, you know, right. have healthy food. To you be don't healthy. need to be eating that. Come on. Right. Yeah. But then there's a larger part of me, a louder voice that said, oh, you're going to eat that because it's so joyful to you right now. It is yeah. soul nourishing. And I took a deep breath and I ordered the Fruit Loops and through my tears, I giggled at all the colors and like, look, I don't even really eat that stuff anymore. I don't. Do yeah, I know dairy. what you mean. Yeah. But the crazy thing was I, I, and I talk about this now and, and all my um, stories and, and teachings too. Um, this was a Fruit Loop moment because I chose the Fruit Loops because it brought me joy. And I'll tell you what, it put me into a state of of leadership where I could advocate from my, for my son from a higher state of consciousness. It pulled me out of the victimhood of what am I going to do to, I've got to do something here uh-huh. and I'm going to put my shoulders back and, and educate myself and find out what do I need to know to make the sound decisions? Because yeah. I don't know if you've ever been in a medical crisis with anyone, but the doctors, you know, are, I'll tell you what, they, they were great, but there's also like this grave. We think he's going to die, you know, all this heaviness and uh-huh. well, here's all your choices. What do you want to do? This is what we recommend. And it's like, but you still have to make the choice. And it's like, holy flip, like the six week old is, is counting on me. And I have my husband and my two-year-old at home, you know, wanting to know what's happening too. And so all this to say, this process of finding joy and mm-hmm. having playful experiences and moving your body. And look, I got creative, like doing movement around laps around the hospital. I bet, I'm sure. I had <laughs> how many laps can I do? Or how many laps can I get in 15 minutes, right? Oh my gosh. Just all yeah. sorts of crazy stuff to move. And then, you know, started meditating there and, and got all those pieces. But it was, it was honoring this idea of, you know, play and fitness and peace to make those tough decisions that I needed to make to ultimately after 12 days in the hospital, we had a medical miracle. The doctor said this child is a miracle and he was a medical mystery. He never actually got fully diagnosed with cancer or anything. And we ended up getting, um, they were going to monitor us for, you know, till he was going to be 18 and it was at his one year anniversary. And we're just coming up actually to, to um, when we first went in the hospital, but anyway, um, when the orthopedic surgeon, there was something going on with his arm. He had the films out and he had his own smartphone out taking pictures saying this kid is a miracle. I don't ever have to see him again. It doesn't look like anything ever happened to him. Wow. And I, I completely stand here wholeheartedly to say it was a combination of me and my joy and my calling in, you know, prayers and calling in a miracle, a combination of taking care of myself uh-huh, right. to the level that I needed to, to be able to advocate for him because I couldn't fall apart and be distraught mom, you know, mess making those tough decisions. Yeah. And another thing of self-care specifically, I will never forget this gorgeous bar of lavender soap that my mom brought me when we were in hospital. I had to be with my son all the time. Um, so it was very few times that I could go just take a shower. I had to get a nurse to come in and sit with him while I could shower. Yeah. And I just remember having a gorgeous self loving shower with this luxurious bar of soap, but it was all of these incremental pieces, just like you, you've said all along like this, there's a whole realm of 
of support you need for self-care. It's not just the movement. It's not just um, the meditation. It's not just getting to bed on time. It's not just drinking the water. It's not just looking after the nutritional requirements that are unique to your body. It's, it's all of it. Yeah, totally. And I just think that that alone is reason enough, I think, for for anyone out there listening and just anyone in general to stop and give themselves pause as to, you know, what is that one thing for you that you could just go and hang your hat on? One at a time. And then you weave in. (laughs) Yeah. And and really, what is it that you can do today that's going to make the biggest difference? Yes. Now let's let's keep it as simple as possible. You know, we we tell yes. ourselves, "Oh, it's going to be so hard. I'm so busy. I don't have time." You know, one of the excuse one. And I'll I'll stop short of calling it an excuse, but one you know common theme I hear a lot is is why well, I, I just can't give it my full attention right now. Well, welcome to life. There are a lot of things we can't give our full attention to. You know, we have to we have to just simply pick our battles and you know decide, you know, we all have the same 24 hours in every day. So let's decide what's going to be the best use of our time in this moment. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. And also big picture. I mean, we, when you start to realize that this one choice today, like Uh for example, I know you have a program you're opening up right now, like just making the decision to join your program could be like a complete energetic shift. Like my fruit loop. Yeah, it's just it's one it's one decision, and the more we the the better we get at doing things for us, however big or small, yeah, and the easier it gets for us to continue to do things for us. Yes, because you start to see example like the dominoes falling, you know, or the house of it's not really a house of cards, but it's it's a good house of cards, you know. (laughs) This is what we want to see happen, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Well. There's actually scientific evidence that supports this too, which I so appreciate. There's a great book called um, Hardwiring for Happiness by Rick Hansen. And he talks specifically about the fact that when you start to look for the good and you make decisions that feel good, you you do build neurological pathways to support it. So it really Uh does get easier and easier to support this notion of joy, this notion of self-care, because you know what? Everything that you do for self-care, you feel better. You're right. more joyful. Right. And it makes you a better being in all areas of your life, whatever yes. you're up to. Well, so, everything in your life not only gets better, but the, the hard things become easier to bear and easier to deal with. Yes. I'm short of saying they'll just miraculously become easier. But but I but I do believe that the hard things in life get easier to manage. Yes. You you're more the empowered. More we say yes to ourselves. Yes, you're more empowered, you're better equipped. Yeah. To face the challenges. Like what I love about your work, you know, with fitness, like, you know, and being a um an extreme skier and you know, I snowboard and I water ski and I surf. I, I like I'm very active. And I know every time I've experienced a new edge in any of my my sports, like I can totally reapply it to my life. Uh-huh. Like ooh, when I've had that challenging experience of whatever, whether it's like credit card debt, because that's another thing I've faced. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's so amazing how how you get to really expand. Yeah. Well, capabilities. Have to, and I think for so many people out there, and this is one of the things that really drives me daily in my work is that 
you know, everything that we desire for ourselves is already ours. Stops us is us in our decision-making process. You know, we decide that we're either not worthy or we're not good enough or we can't do it or we're too busy or it's just quote unquote, not going to happen for me or whatever, you know, it's, that's what we come to know is true. And that's really, I think, I mean, in, in a sense, I think of it as being just so super sad for so many people because, you know, everything that you really desire for your life is, is already there. You just have to make a decision to, to go and claim it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I do send so much love to everyone because we're all on yeah. this path. Like yeah. I, I know you're growing, I'm le- growing, we're all learning. Um, and yet, you know, I, I do look at, and, and I think about even my life work as um, also part in part, a demonstration yes. of what's possible Yeah, when you make these decisions. Yeah. And, and I think so, just for, for people just to remember to stay in that space of possibility. Mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. always another way. And when you think there isn't another way, yeah. there's always at least one or two, if not more. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's that tapping into something else, mm-hmm. you know, I, right. and I, I think we all at some point face an experience, whether it may be not as extreme as a cancer scare, but I, I do believe, especially at this point, I know we've all been around the sun, probably everyone who's listening a uh-huh. couple of times. Um, but you know, we've all faced moments in our life where it's like, dang, there's gotta be something else. Yeah. And this is what I'm here to stand for. And I believe in, and I know you do too, that, you know, life is a gift. And we do get to be joyful. It just takes a decision to allow it. Right. Like I we have to give ourselves this, permission. I believe this universe is benevolent. And yeah. so even if we are, you know, faced with challenges, which we all do get, uh-huh. it's happening for us as an opportunity to learn and grow through. And there is a way, just like my Fruit Loop moment in the middle yeah. of the horrific experience of being in the cancer wing with my son you know, there's always a light, yeah. no matter how dark it is. Yeah, And that's, that's the thing that I'm just such a stand for. And I'm so appreciative to you for, you know, getting to be here and, and, you know, play tennis match here with you, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And what's possible around this conversation of self-care. Yeah. Like it's such a gift that we all, you know, I just so encourage everyone to give themselves the gift of self-care. And it's just like we've been saying, it's it's one choice at a time, one decision at a time to say, hey, right. I'm going to stop what I'm doing right now and take a breath. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, do 10 jumping jacks. I'm going to <laughs> whatever yeah. it is to just. Yeah, exactly. Because, in. you know, people think, oh, well, it's not much. It's only five minutes. It's only 10 minutes. You know, if, if I can't, and then we get that all or nothing mentality. Well, if I can't do it right, I don't want to do it at all, you know, and it's every little thing helps, you know, every little thing makes a difference. So it so does. And it all adds up. It really does all add up. And, and that's where, you know, I, I would say the journey of self-care and mindfulness mm-hmm. and joy and uh, probably fitness too, from your standpoint, but it's, it's a journey. And sometimes it feels like things aren't shifting. And then one day I know I wake up and I'm like, holy cow, look at all this that has manifested and shifted, you know, in my body when I've been on a fitness kick and, you know, whatever, it's like, 
so amazing what happens when you actually realize that all those incremental choices have added up to a beautiful right. outcome. It all adds was, up. That's but it wasn't going to happen anyway without those conscious decisions right. of choice and self-care and self-love and, and self-compassion even too. Well, and a, and a lot of what I like to like, like, I like to refer to it as compound interest. You know, it just, it builds over time. So, yeah. And it's like, you know, I remember growing up when my, my, you know, my first part-time job, you know, my parents were like, well, you save a certain amount, you give a certain amount to, you know, to the church and, and this is what you have left over. You know, this is just the habit that is good to cultivate. And, and it's, it's, you know, compound interest is a miracle, you know? So think about that. If you can apply that concept to how you take care of yourself, imagine over time, what's really available to you, right? Absolutely. And it's just, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I love that example of compound interest. I'm probably going to have to steal that with the joy because it's, it's an energy that it's undeniable. Yeah. When you you focus on that self-care and joy piece, it's just totally phenomenal. Yeah. So let's say someone out there is, re- is listening to this and they're really feeling moved and inspired to, you know, want to go try to find their joy and, you know, find, find those moments and those opportunities in their lives to do something different for themselves. What would you advise them to do that they could actually start with today? I'm so excited for this question. And my answer is uh, to look for the Fruit Loop moment. To look for the opportunity, the possibility that, and as I teach it in my programs, is it's ultimately a spontaneous awareness. Like, I did not manufacture that I was going to have Fruit Loops on the menu that day in the hospital with my son. But the minute I saw it, I had a burst of energy, uh-huh. energy just out of the notion of, oh, could I possibly eat Fruit yeah. Loops today? And so my invitation to everyone is to look for your Fruit Loop moment. Uh-huh. And honor it. And look, sometimes it looks like, gosh, I really feel like just stopping everything and having a dance break. Or yeah. um, it could be like you're driving uh, on your way home and going, gosh, I just, I feel like a chai tea today and just pulling over to the coffee shop and getting that chai tea. It's just a little burst of inspiration, uh-huh. spontaneous, that will truly give you a joy boost. And then the invitation after that is to just look for how do things shift after that? Yeah. Like, obviously, like, you know, with my story at the Fruit Loops, like I was a different mom, a different advocate for my son after that moment. Yeah. And yet looking for your Fruit Loop moment can be something so simple. It might just be picking up the phone and having a quick chat with someone or one of my personal favorites I will share. If you have an iPhone, (laughs) Uh um, there's these really funny um, talking emojis and there's a unicorn one. And I'm known to leave funny unicorn messages with people. (laughs) Uh But just a little mini incremental moment that's seemingly out of the blue. Uh Uh-huh. it can boost your joy. And then I really, I, I, I stand behind a hundred percent that you will have a complete shift in experience after that. Oh, I love it. I love find the fruit loop moment. I'm going to have to steal that one too. So we're even as far as that goes. So <laughs> yes. this has been super, super fun. I mean, you're always just so full of energy and I, and I, so where can people find you? Um, well, I am on Facebook. 
You're uh-huh. welcome to, t- they're welcome to tune into me over there on Facebook. Um, I do have a private Facebook group community that you're welcome to come play in mindful joy for big vision leaders. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram a bit. Um, but that's probably the easiest way to connect with me to start. And then, you know, we can go uh-huh. from there, but I would just, you know, wholeheartedly encourage everyone to, to come out and, and play yeah. <laughs> in your I joy. Come out and play. Be, <laughs> you know, I think there's a lot of people play. out in the world that really need to hear that on a, on, you know, on a, on a more constant basis, really, not just in a case, you know, occasionally, but you know, my yeah. always say work hard, play hard. Yeah. Well, I would be honored to connect with everyone, anyone who's interested in, you know, this, this joy conversation, because the thing is, and this is what I stand by too, is look, joy to the world starts with you. Yeah. And when you it add does. your self-care, it really does. You, you set the state, you're the standard bearer for yourself, you know, for yourself. And then the thing is, the bigger thing is, is a, probably a good way to close this too, is the fact that it gets reflected back at you. Yes. You know, when you, when you are joyful and you're, you've taken care of yourself, you radiate this energy that you don't even have to open your mouth and you uh-huh. like people smile back at you. Things start to work better. It's just amazing what happens. Like I can, yeah. on it, but totally. you know, just reminding everyone here that like, when you do take care of yourself, when you do look for your joy and you do look for the fruit loop moments, life gets better. Yeah. Yeah, just absolutely. Well, I will make sure all of Jan's links are in the show notes. So if you want to go over and play in her Facebook group, you can look for the link in the show notes here, depending on which platform you're listening, um, you're listening on, um, or you can actually look for her on Facebook as well. So I, this has really been fun. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you making time. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I so appreciate you and what you are creating here in the world and just so much love and joy to everyone who is listening. I just, I really want to leave that with you all. And and just a loving reminder, you know, present moment awareness, just own. Uh Right. Right. (sighs) Wise words. So, so if you're out there and you're really feeling inspired, um, please feel free to reach out to Jan. Again, you can find the links to where she is in the show notes. And I just want to take this moment too to tell all of you, you know, always how grateful I am for all of your support and your attention over these last, you know, months and months that we've been on the air. We're reaching new people every single week. We are, this show is worldwide now and we are in probably at least 20 to 25 countries. Um, I'm not exactly sure of that total number yet. Um, When I'm when I look at my numbers on a monthly basis, I'm I'm always I'm always I'm always grateful, but not really surprised that we're that we're continuing to reach more and more people. And I couldn't do it without your help and your continued support. And you know, always feel free to share you know this show with anyone that you feel like needs to hear it. Um, my mission on this planet is to impact one million lives strong, and. I'm not exactly sure what that really looks like, but I know that this is part of my calling. And so by being here every week and me showing up and you showing up as well, we're contributing to that worldwide um, agenda, if you will. So for that, I'm extremely, extremely grateful. Um, I never, never want a week to go by where I don't um, proclaim that to you. So if you're feeling inspired and moved and you're interested in becoming a supporter of the ultimate journey of self-care, 
please head to my website, which is the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and look for the bar at the top where it says podcast. And there are three different ways that you can become a supporter of the show. There's the basic level, which is a one-time $10 contribution. And in exchange for that, we will send you, me or someone on my team, will send you our personalized, downloadable self-care guide in which you can choose items that really that customize how you want to look at the way you do self-care. Um, and we'll send you that as a free gift. If you would like to become a VIP supporter of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, then we will still send you the self-care guide, but you'll also get a 10% coupon that you can use towards any of our online programs. Um, and that is a $39 one-time contribution. If you would like to become a self-care insider, which is our premium level, then we will still send you the self-care guide, but you'll also get free access to our newest offer, which, are, which is our Easy Immunity. And this is a three-step um, easy system that you can use to implement into your daily routine. I've really felt compelled to create this in light of the COVID pandemic. Um, and really what it is, is it's a microscopic look into our six-step fit life system, but it's really just three steps. It's really focused on the three big things that you can do to help strengthen your immune system because our immune system is our best defense. So that is a free gift as well to you. And that is a $50 one-time contribution. And on our website, you will see that there are links for each one of these. So if you're feeling moved and, and want to contribute, then we would welcome it. And if you're not really in a position to, then that is totally fine too. We'll continue to show up here every single week and bring you the very best um, information that we can. If you're not on Facebook and you want to become a part of my private Facebook community, please head over and join me there at Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Um, we do all kinds of fun events in there as well. And it's just a great, great group of people. So you can connect and you've got a group of people that's right there having your back and ready to help support you. So this is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. If you are feeling inspired again, please feel free to reach out to me at Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. And just send me a note. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you're really aspiring to work on, what's really speaking to you, what you would really, if there's anything you would like to see me cover, I'm always, I'm always open to a hearing from anyone in my audience. So know that my door is always open. Um, this is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Thank you again uh, for tuning in. And until next week, you are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.